Welcome to Silent Symptoms, a Black mental health podcast. I am your host, Kataso Fridge, a Florida-based therapist. This podcast focuses on mental health, stigmas, and social injustices that affect the Black community. This podcast was created to bring awareness about mental health and can be used as an educational guide, but this is not to be used as a replacement for seeking help from a therapist. I hope you enjoy the podcast. Hi, welcome to Silent Symptoms, a Black Mental Health Podcast. And today I have an interesting topic for you guys. And I just want to say that I know you guys, if you watch me on YouTube, haven't been seeing my face lately. Let me tell you guys something. These allergies have been kicking my butt. This season change has not been the greatest. My allergies have been horrible. So I've been looking terrible. So I haven't been able to record myself um, through video. So on the next one, I will make sure that I go back to my videos on YouTube instead of you guys seeing the silent symptoms infamous picture. So I wanted to talk to you guys about toxic traits and toxic behaviors that we can see within ourselves or others. So I know that I've been talking about relationships, being alone and knowing your worth. So along with the lines of that, so we have to also recognize if we are toxic individuals or we are around toxic people. So we also have to take responsibility for who we are as individuals if we expect others to change. And if we do have people in our lives that are toxic, We have to be able to recognize those signs and be able to move forward with our lives and possibly having to eliminate those people who are making us unhappy or making us feel less than. And if if we are those people, we have to take the time to actually work on those terrible behaviors that are really toxic. So I'm going to give you guys five behaviors and traits of a toxic person and this doesn't include everything but this is just a general list of individuals that may be toxic and when I say individuals I include ourselves because I don't know a person on this earth that hasn't been toxic at one point or another or has displayed toxic behavior okay the first one so how to recognize if we're toxic or you know if somebody that we know is toxic So the first one is passive aggressive behavior. So a passive aggressive person, basically um, they do those little jabs. You know, when you're having a conversation and they don't tell you exactly how they feel about something and they go ahead and say, oh, you're still with him, girl. I would have left him a long time ago and things like that. Or "Mm, I don't know about that little outfit. And they don't really tell you specifically what they don't like or what they don't agree with they have jabs that they don't say straight out they have a feeling and they want to act like they really aren't saying what they're saying so a passive aggressive person can come out looking like they're perfect and they want to keep that persona of being a good person when they really aren't the greatest you know and the reason why being passive aggressive isn't great is because it could be really threatening and really confusing for other people if you know somebody has a problem with something their friend is doing or their partner they have to be able to effectively communicate how they really feel about that specific person or situation versus trying to act like it's okay or throwing little jabs here and there which is not okay so if somebody that you know in your life is passive aggressive the best thing to do when they are doing something that you feel like 
is potentially a jab, have a conversation with them and say, hey, when you really said one, two, and three, that hurt my feelings, that made me feel upset, or I didn't like it. Whichever verbiage you choose, make sure you reiterate exactly what they did and how it made you feel, because that is effective communication. And honestly, sometimes people who are passive aggressive are gonna they're gonna pretend like that they didn't mean to say that, or that's not what they meant, or you as a person took it the wrong way. This is when we really have to nip it in the bud and say, hey. If you have a problem with the situation or with me as a person, please come to me and have that honest conversation instead of trying to pretend like you didn't say something that you did and ask for ownership. So as long as you do that and extend that olive branch and ask for that, you have pretty much done your job. The other individual would have to own it. And hopefully if you have a relationship with that person, they are able to own the things that they have said. Okay, and if you're that person, if if somebody says that you're passive aggressive or you're doing something that they don't like, you have to own it because, you know, their perception is reality. So you can explain how you feel. However, you have to own it. The second one is, you know, a person that always plays the victim. We all know a victim in our life. There is no way we have walked on this earth and we've always been the victim and we've never been the perpetrator or have done something that could have potentially hurt somebody's feelings or that did. So, you know, one thing a toxic person does, they never take responsibility for what they've done and they always blame others for their action. So if they slap you, they're like, well, you made me slap you because you said something I don't like. So is that right? Absolutely not. So, you know, people don't want to take responsibility for their actions or, you know, they've dated 16 people and all 16 people have cheated on them. Well, we have to take responsibility for the fact that we keep dating people that are cheating on us, which doesn't make it right for the other people to cheat. But we have to realize what kind of people we attract, the traits that we bring forth and what we are allowing into our lives. Okay. So if somebody's always playing the victim, they may be toxic because when somebody brings something to them about how they were treated, they don't want to take responsibility. And that is not good at all. So we have to always be able to look at the grand scheme of things, the full picture and see how we've contributed to something or how we could have done something better as an individual. That's not saying that if something ha somebody has abused you in some way, you have to take responsibility. That's not what I mean. This is just saying that, you know, if things keep happening in our lives or we keep putting ourselves in positions to be, you know, hurt by certain people or we trust people who have shown us time and time and again that they are not to be trusted, things like that. That is saying that you cannot play victim at that point. That means that at some point we have allowed that person or a situation to happen to us. So a person that's always a victim has never done anything to anyone in this world are toxic. And the third one is someone that is manipulative. This person is very dangerous because they may make you feel like you are wrong when you confront them about something that you've done or they often lie about the things that they've done or have a smooth way of ending up allowing you to take the blame for something that you didn't do. 
So they manipulate you into thinking that they they are everything that you ever needed or they're the best friend in the world or, you know, when they've done something to you, somehow you're at fault. They manipulate. So they aren't able to have effective relationships because they're always lying and acting like you are wrong. So they do everything in their power to get things to be their way. And manipulators always get away with a lot of things. So we have to, if we have a funny feeling about something or someone, or we feel like we're being manipulated, we really need to pay attention to all the things that we brought to that person and how they've reacted. And, you know, manipulative people always end up getting angry, upset, or, you know, violent towards you if, you know, you don't believe their lies or if you confront them with something they really don't like that they were wrong with and they won't take the responsibility. They're going to disregard your feelings. So these types of people are really dangerous and they are toxic. So we need to look out for the manipulators out here and a user. This one is a very, very important because these ones are the people that we think that are brittle, are very sweet, are very kind. And guess what? They are users. So users are people who are always looking for love or help or advice, right? And they aren't able to reciprocate that to other people. So for instance, like we have friends or family members or parents that, you know, grow through things so let's say someone that you know a friend has been cheated on multiple times and every time they get back with their boyfriend they're constantly cheating on them so they're always calling you for advice always asking you about what they need to do and they end up with that guy again and they're constantly calling you at three o'clock in the morning or they're constantly calling your phone trying to get you to be there for them right and when the shoe is on the other foot, it's their turn to be there for you. They're unavailable. So they don't call you back or they take hours to call you back. They give you advice here and there. But when you call them at your most desperate time, when you need somebody to talk to and they're unavailable, that person is definitely a user. So you have to call a spade a spade. And we have to realize that the people that we love the most are the ones that are probably going to hurt us. And we have to recognize that if we do have people in our lives that are using us we have to do something about it because you know I for, for instance have had those situations happen like I'm constantly there for people and when I need them they are totally ghost and they aren't there to be there for me answer my phone calls or just to listen to me in general and you know I've done that for them and you know you know relationships we shouldn't expect people to do something for us because we've done it for them however it's important that like if we're providing some type of love assistance and you know care or energy for someone they should be there for us that's just you know the rule of thumb and number five the last but not the least drama those people that bring drama into our lives are toxic so if you have friends family members or individual or yourself are bringing drama to other people's lives please know that that is toxic so if you're hanging out with friends and you're constantly getting into it with your friends or family members you are toxic if you have friends that do that, they're toxic. If they're constantly going places or are telling you about things that are not going right and they're always involved in some mess, nine times out of 10, they have something that they're doing to contribute to the drama. Drama does not follow individuals that don't follow it. 
okay or don't invite it so if we're constantly hanging out with people who are demeaning us and causing us to get into fights or you know for some reason every time you go out with your friend y'all get into with someone they are toxic or if you have the sweetest friend in the world and they end up in drama somehow they are contributing to the drama that is you know in their lives things don't just come if we don't invite them or follow it, especially dramatic events, if we're level-headed, level-headed, able to, you know, de-escalate situations or don't put ourselves in situations where we're involved in drama, especially if we're in our late 20s, 30s, like there's no reason why we're in drama. We're no longer in high school, middle school when the little things mattered or, you know, we grow up, we're in college. Even in college, it's really not acceptable to have a necessary drama like fighting, arguing, cursing, hitting, screaming. At that age, we should be able to you know, have conversation, de-escalate things because stuff does happen. So I'm not saying that it's okay for, you know, you not to defend yourself. However, if you're constantly caught in those situations, you may be bringing drama into your life or other people's lives. So how do we deal with all five of these things? So we have to be able to create boundaries for the people we believe are toxic. And if we are toxic, we need to reach out to someone and really evaluate what is causing us to be toxic because toxicity doesn't come out of nowhere. Toxic behavior is either learned behavior or there's something in there that is causing us to want to be toxic and nine times out of ten we learn it from somewhere and sometimes some people thrive on drama so creating boundaries with the people that are toxic in our lives is very important so it's okay to love someone from a distance it's okay to you know end a friendship or relationship if we feel like you know we're being inflicted or we've been mistreated because the individual is toxic and we have to also be able to stand up for ourselves. So we have to be able to have those conversations with the people that are hurting us and letting them know, hey, you know, that one thing that you did really hurt my feelings. And, you know, if people own it and are making the active change to become better, then we have to give them the benefit of the doubt. And if they continue to want to grow and do better, because maybe you may be the first person that has ever told them the truth or called them out on their toxic behavior. So we always have to have grace and be willing to, you know, be there for people that are toxic. And I'm not saying that in the process when they keep doing toxic things, we need to stick around. If they've never been told they're toxic, you could still be their friend and observe that behavior. And, you know, if a year goes by, six months goes by and they're still doing the same thing, it's okay to end the friendship or the relationship or love them from a distance. Wish them well, but don't have to see them every single day. Okay. And another thing is, you know, being able to be okay with not having people in our lives. The biggest problem that we have is that we cannot let go of relationships, friendships that have been around for 20 years, 15 years, five years, for a very long time. That's why people struggle to get out of the relationship because they think about the history and all the good times and all the great things that the person has done for them. Rightfully so. I mean, obviously our feelings are not going to end overnight. We're not going to want to end a friendship that, you know, we've had great times and relationship. We've had great times. You know, there were some bad spats here and there but 
if we constantly look at the good that the person has done and the bad outweighs the good, why are we really sticking around? Because at the end of the day, if it is affecting our mental health and our mental wellness, we need to look at, you know, loving people from a distance and being okay with them being out of our lives. And sometimes it takes time. There are people who, you know, take some a little break from friendships and, you know, the person may transform during that break. And they may become a better person. So that's not saying if a friend changes, becomes better, they can't come back into your life. If they have make, made the positive changes, if they're apologetic for the things they have done and they've shown the progress that they need in order for them to be better, then it's okay to allow them to be in our lives. And that's vice versa. So if we are toxic, we should be trying to get the help that we need in order to be better. Or when somebody tells us we're displaying behaviors of a toxic person, then we need to be able to own it and find a way to fix it by seeking help from a therapist by getting help from a life coach because you know being toxic doesn't necessarily mean you need you know therapeutic help but you probably need a mentor or someone that's going to help you through those situations and be able to hold you accountable so if you know someone that has toxic traits or if you are a person that is toxic please make sure that you listen to all these tips and take some initiative to become better Better and realize that I may be that toxic person or I'm around toxic people and that that this should be a change that needs to be made. So thank you guys for tuning in. I hope you enjoyed the podcast. Thank you for tuning in. Please be sure to like, share, and subscribe to our podcast. You can catch us on Anchor and all your favorite media streams. Follow us on Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube at Silent Symptoms Podcast. Let us know if you have any feedback or topics that you would like to hear. 